Good morning, Keith. Good morning, Jaime. What's up? What's happening? How are you? Magnificent. Life is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. How's life on the farm today? Uh, Good. We were out uh, pruning this morning, which means like pruning your rose bushes. But instead of having uh, five of them, we have uh, at least 2,300 per acre. And we've got a couple hundred acres to go. So quite a lot to do. That's uh, that is quite a bit. Yeah, that is quite a bit. Yeah. Oh man, I hear you. I uh, woke up to another sick kid. We're going on like a month of these, in, you know, going back and forth with somebody not feeling well. So it's uh, I feel like it's already been a full day, and it's ten forty three a.m. You're like Cuba Gooding Jr. You got to find patient zero, man. I guess. I think we just, you know, they they go to school with two, three, and four year olds. So uh, that's how that goes. Mm. But uh. Let's jump into it. I wanted to hit you with the first story. Did uh, did you see this? Nintendo uh, confirms that they're making a Mario movie with uh, Illumination. So the, the people who do the Minions pictures. You know, it, it's just to print money. That's the only thing I know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, it's, uh, it's, it'll be exciting to see what they can do with those characters in, uh, in just a, a straight up storytelling fashion. I feel like there was a cartoon show. Oh, there was a live the, action show. In the, in the, there was the live action, like the, who was it? It was uh, Captain Lou Albano was Mario. Al- yes, Lou Albano is Mario. And they, that was like a weird, grimy take on it. I feel like. It either lead it, it either led in or came on right after like Ninja Turtles or something. I, I, I but uh, yeah, that was a weird. And there was also a cartoon version as well. No, but no, no. This it was the same show. Like the Mario Brothers had the live action two guys. Captain Lou Albano was out there, and then talking to Luigi. Oh, and then no. all of a sudden, they're like, "Let's go see our adventures!" And boom, straight into the show. It was sort of like the same way that they would do with GI Joe back in the day, where they had the. Uh, the live action um, Sergeant Slaughter at the beginning and the end, and then they would go to uh, to the cartoon in the middle. Yeah, totally. Yeah, hey, two yeah. two wrestlers too, right? Yeah, yeah. So this it should be interesting to watch. Uh, you know, they've been printing money with 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 them minions. Uh, so then to switch to this, I think the only uh, it, it'll be interesting to see see how it goes. I'm surprised that Disney didn't buy Nintendo yet, but. <laughs> so just so that they could do a a Mario Land and Disneyland, but um, it, it it should be good. I don't, I don't know if they've announced when this is happening, but uh, just seems huge. Well, when you look at like the minions, right? Those people who have the uh, money printing machine, it's the third highest grossing animated film of all time, after Frozen and Toy Story three. That's that's nuts, man! Over a billion bucks. Dang. Dang, crazy. that is nuts. Yeah, and I feel like that was the, those the minions were their characters before that even got made. Like, I feel like uh, they already had minions, and then the uh, yeah, because it was Despicable, Despicable Me, right? Despicable yeah. Me movie plot stuff happened after the fact. Like, they already had these little characters, and then they 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 married them into that, and then it became that that huge thing. So. It'll be interesting to watch. Uh, also on the Nintendo side, I don't know if you saw, but they announced that they're making Mario Kart for iOS coming mm-hmm. later this year. Well, that's so. that's the whole thing. I mean, when Mario came out with uh, some of the iOS stuff, you know, their little first 
time they did something that wasn't on a Mario or a uh, Nintendo controller, right? Mm-hmm. My kids were all over it, but it seemed like they fell off super fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like they played it for like two weeks and then all of a sudden it, it went into the uh, land of misfit toys on the, uh, on the yeah. phone, on, on the phone. Yeah, just, totally. it's, it's on like screen five and nobody goes there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know huh. what? That kind of segues. Cause there's like, I remember there's kind of like a loot box. Um, mm-hmm. yep. Piece to it. And when cash is like, Hey, I need five bucks. I'm like, no, you're not getting five bucks. You're done. Yeah, that, that <laughs> kind of finishes the game instantly. <laughs> You're drunk. Go home, Cash. Totally, man. <laughs> uh, those loot boxes are—they are the worst. Yeah, it's a bad. It's a it's a dark loop of uh, behavior that they're trying to reinforce there. But um, it'll like- it'll be interesting to see. I I, I I'm curious how they execute it. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to trying it. You know, I, I want Nintendo to bring more stuff to ios um so yeah it'll be good to see absolutely i mean going back to that loot box thing i thought reddit's uh a take on it with battle uh-huh. battlefront or battlefield the star wars one where they yeah. re- rebelled against it and and they shut it down so you actually oh, had i didn't to, even hear about that yeah you had to play to level up you couldn't just buy it and they sh- they did somebody you know on reddit of course did the math where it was if you wanted everything in that game, it would cost something like $2,800, something ridiculous. Mm. And they rebelled and they took it out. They listened to the people. I mean, EA, worst company in history. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, all right. That brings us to. Go for deploy. All right. Yeah. Let's talk SpaceX. So, or, you know, the. So SpaceX uh, had another launch yesterday, successful launch, GovSat one. Did hmm. you uh, watch any of that footage? I did. That it's it's crazy. It's like I still look forward to it, but they're doing it so often now that I you know I won't even know something's coming up, and I just sit down on my computer, and somebody's like, "Oh, live stream starts in thirty seconds," and then it's like you're you're dropped right into we're launching something in space. So that's super exciting. Well, I thought the cool part was. This had a couple of facets to it. One, it was a Falcon 9, which is, you know, a big rocket. Number Mm -hmm. two, it was a reused rocket, which is Mm. kind of a massive deal. And number three, that there that rocket actually landed in the ocean and now they are towing it back to shore. Mm. So, I mean, even when they try to get rid of these things, they can't. Yeah, it, it landed on the uh, on the autonomous barge again, right? Is that is that what you mean? It didn't. It was. It, oh, it, really? No, it was. Uh, uh, let me read it real quick. It, it was like, yeah, the booster partially submerged in the Atlantic Ocean. This rocket is meant to test very high retro thrust landing in water. So it didn't hurt the drone ship. Uh, Amazingly, it survived. We will tow it back to shore. Huh. Interesting. Did you and you saw? Were you watching the launch that happened last month with uh, when everybody was freaking out, looking up in the sky yeah, and didn't know what was going on? That's in our backyard. That is absolutely in our backyard. Is that Vandenberg? That's Vandenberg. Yep. Oh, that's what's up. So Vandenberg. Yeah. What's, what was actually what was eerily, eerily reminiscent of this launch was about three years ago. We had that blue thing in the sky where they didn't tell anybody what it was, and people thought the aliens were attacking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this one was eerily similar to that launch, 
uh, it had mm-hmm. kind of like that blue um, break apart that we saw. Uh, people were freaking out. They had no idea what it was. And it was just like copy and paste on Facebook for me where it was like, this is what it was. Chill out, you know. But we have <laughs> uh, we have quite a few people even in our little in our little business that are directly tied to SpaceX, you know, that uh, one's in a, um, in a uh, uh, what's the right word here? Uh, does all the electrical. Uh, another one, right. another one is part of the SAT team. So all of the payloads they put on it. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, space happening in our little valley. Oh, that's very cool. That's yeah. very cool. We, we, yeah, and we uh, always know when they're going down locally because it shakes the house. Mm. And another Elon Musk news, uh, he sold $1 million worth of flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. All sold out. Yeah, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? Are you like uh, number four in line? You think you're, you're pretty early? Oh, I, I, well, the funny part was, so I, I, I let my buddy listen to this podcast. They came out for, for dinner and he goes, oh, the podcast was great. I loved it. Um, he's like, oh man, I can't wait to see that flamethrower. And my wife was <laughs> sitting like directly to my left with a plate of food. And she goes, flamethrower. He goes, oh, oh yeah, did she you- not know? No, I don't tell her. <laughs> what, at what point do you think telling your wife you bought a flamethrower is a good idea? And she goes, what are you going to use that for? I go to light the fire. And she goes, <laughs> In our home? I go, absolutely. She kind of just looked at me sideways and shook her head. And she goes, can I see a picture of it? And I showed her and she goes, that's what you bought. And I go, yeah. She goes, you yell at me when I spend too much on stupid stuff and you bought a flamethrower. And I said, hey, we're even. It's cool. (laughs) And and marriage. (laughs) Totally. That's marriage right there. I can't wait to hand that thing to my son or my daughter and let him, you know, light our uh, hearth. Let him light the big fireplace. It's going to be. Yeah, amazing. it's a it's an interesting look. You know, he he definitely made it into something that looks like it came out of Halo. I wonder when it comes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think it's later this year. And and he had the. Uh, what else was there? There was the. Uh, the the fire extinguisher as well that he was selling, which definitely says this is a regular fire extinguisher. It just happens to have a sticker and you can buy it by clicking the button below did you get one of those i did oh come on you buy that after you have a fire mm, yeah you that's true <laughs> you don't buy that in preparation it'll it'll probably come in time oh yeah <laughs> i am straight up looking he goes hat sold out flamethrower soon oh i love it yeah yeah that was the old one so what do you think he'll sell next what do i, I, don't, I don't even know what the third, i don't i don't what do you think he will sell next or what do you hope i don't know um what I really hope he sells, mm-hmm. I really hope he sells a um, personal sized uh, total package, like a solar package, where mm. if I wanted to put one out and I'm going to be off the grid for a while or um, I have a tiny house, whatever, I could buy this package and this package mm-hmm. would replace having to run a cable from my home or from uh, another place to, uh, you know, and bypass all the permits and everything else you have to do every time you cut open the ground. And this would basically be a awesome looking, you just take it like a staff and you shove it into the ground and the thing folds open and you are harvesting power. Hmm. 
That sounds like a real product. I think he's sticking to the promotional stuff. Okay. That would be cool, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just funny to watch. It's like hat, flamethrower. And I mean, the videos, he's running around literally like chasing the cameraman with the flamethrower. So he's you can the tell. He's we deserve. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. Which brings me to my last and final story. <laughs> did you uh did you check this one out that uh after how many years does it say here after almost 115 years as an independent business uh xerox is being finally subsumed by fujifilm so yeah. they're no longer going to be independent and that brand is dead well i guess you know, the first thing I think we have to do with Xerox is thank them for spending the countless dollars to develop what we take for granted today, which is, uh, you know, like Xerox Xerox Park, right? Yeah. Where they invite over. Palo um, Alto Research Center. That's right. Where, where they, Steve Jobs walked in, uh, saw it and stole it. Yep. Oh, and, mouse? I'll take that. Oh, graphical user interface? I'll take that. Oh, Windows? Oh, yeah. got it, got it, got it, you know? And I always love the uh, conversation that happened between uh, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, where where Steve Jobs got super pissed because he felt like Windows was just ripping off Mac, right? Mm-hmm. And Bill Gates goes, you know, that's like saying you're really, really mad that I stole the TV that you went inside of our richer neighbor's house and stole mm-hmm. before me. Yeah, I thought that was pretty beautiful. Yep. No, it's a uh, it's it's uh, interesting to watch. And like, you know, I've it's just it's interesting to watch. They were so big. And even like in similar news, seeing the stuff that's going on with Kodak right now, yep. um, you know, where their name is being bought by others and used for all these other weird Bitcoin miner mm-hmm. and ICOs and stuff like that. And it's just like these brands that were the thing Titans. in the last century um, and, and pushed so much are now just being worn like branded skin suits by others. You know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a bummer, but um, you know, they, they gave us some good stuff and uh, hopefully Fuji will take what's good and continue to make it. But uh, yeah, especially Xerox park. I remember I did a, uh, technology conference back in the very early 2000s at another facility that Xerox had outside of Washington, D.C. And this place was like an underground campus. Like you would walk in at ground level. (laughs) You would walk in at ground level and you would go downstairs and like there was just huge like 30 foot tall atriums. Uh and like the top 12 feet was the only part that was above ground. Like, and they just had these huge windows and light would come in. And it was literally like this brutalist concrete building just submerged. And I have no idea what they did there on a regular basis, but I was there uh, for a technology conference in my very early career, like videotaping and f- doing photography for uh, a nonprofit that I worked for. And it's just like that, that's what, cemented in my mind like who xerox was and this was even in the waning years but like the fact that they had this place that was on some some weird you can't see it from above ground like how serious it actually is and there's just these underground tunnels and passages and yeah it was it was interesting you know it's uh you bring up an interesting conversation with that did you see the thing on about strava recently 
Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Where, uh-huh. where uh, people running around and, uh, you know, at Area 51 and other uh, such secret places were mapping mm-hmm. their runs with Strava and basically giving a complete schematic of the outlines or uh, where you can run around and you could basically look at it and say, oh, that's what that is yep. and that's where it is. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. We it, that gets me back to my other point. It's like we need some of these Internet of Things and smart home devices and things that help us that are not necessarily reporting back to the cloud. Mm-hmm. There's no reason you couldn't have a Nike Plus app or a Strava app or a Fitbit app that's using GPS and data and incline and all that stuff and saving to itself and syncing with your phone without giving up the literal map of a secret government facility, <laughs> you know, where you could just look like, oh, there's nothing on the Google map there. But if you look at this Strava data, yeah, I can see the entire x-ray and outline of the, the streets, the buildings and everything else. So, yeah. Well, it also shows what those companies are valuing now. They're valuing yeah. data more than they're valuing money. Yep. Pretty shocking. Did you just get that little link. I sent yeah, you? I did. Okay. So this little company, I want to talk to about it. They, um, what they do is they take old school, awesome race vehicles. And in, I know you are a black and white phone guy, right? Not anymore, but yeah, I was for a minute. For a minute. I hear you. You know, uh, part of our friendship was, is I would say based upon, but was predicated that you were the guy that, that I first saw, you know, outside of the mass consumption of of Johnny Ive, that style, design, uh, material design, the way something works, touches, looks, and feels um, was massively important to you. And Mm -hmm. everything you touch, it always has that kind of, okay, that's good, you know, oh, nice, but did you do it with style, right? And Mm -hmm. when I saw this, I thought of you almost immediately, where I'm a big fan. So what this is, yeah, yeah. So, so let me describe Please. it for the listener at home. This is a uh, petrolicious mm-hmm. Pet- dot com, like gasoline, petrol. Yeah, yeah. P e t r o licious dot com, and they are selling isolated sports car photos on a white background in a white frame with a white mat. So that all you're seeing is the vehicle being presented to you. Now, are these real so, photos or is this like a I, 3D? I, I don't know, but I do know what, what they're really going for. They're taking the raced out uh, car that runs in Le Mans, runs on Formula One, um, and then redesigning, not redesigning it, but removing all of the branding, the the livery, the livery, whichever way you prefer. Um I like to call it uh, La <laughs> uh, and <laughs> No, this, yeah, this is CG. They're doing this. Uh, this is uh, computerized. There's a guy that's also doing this for motorcycles where he's taking mm-hmm. um, like really, what's the right way to describe it? Like the 1970 Honda 750, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then kind of giving it a redesign just a little bit where you look at it and go, oh, that's the way it should have came out of the shop. Um, but I personally, I'm always a big fan, you know, in a world of rims and neon and too fast, too fur, uh, when you see these things, just all white, 
you know, so clean. Yeah. You could, you get to see the clean. design, you get to see all the bits and pieces and I absolutely love it. Huh. All right. I'm going to go buy. All <laughs> I know. Of these. I, I knew yeah. if I should, it's like, bye bye. <laughs> and doing a little bit less is a good place to stop today. Cause I got to jump, but, uh, I will talk to so you take soon. Care of your kids, man. And we'll, uh, Oh man, I dropped them off at school. I got to take care of some work now though, before they come back. Nice. So. <laughs> All right, Keith, you have a good week. I'll talk to you soon. Come on.